Good evening, I'm Paul Drienzo with the headlines. In a bloody start to the new year, a sixth grader was shot and killed Thursday at a high school in Perry, Iowa, as students were settling in to the first school day after winter break. Approximately 7.37 a.m., we had a Sears radio activation at the high school, which indicated an active shooter situation. Uh, an officer first arrived within seven minutes of that activation uh, and located multiple gunshot victims. Perry is near Des Moines with 8,000 residents. It's also home to a large pork processing plant. Bangs were heard about 7.30 Thursday morning. Students ducked into classrooms, barricaded themselves, and ran for an exit before the suspected shooter was found dead. 15-year-old Cameron Hall heard the bangs. When I first heard the gunshots, I thought it was just banging on the table. I heard someone screaming, get out, Wait, get you were the out. Happened? Yes, I was in the school when it happened. You I heard the... Yep, I heard someone scream, get the out, and the people were like running, and I didn't know what was going on. And I was near the cafeteria, where apparently the shooting was happening. It was like somewhere near that area. Oh so it scares me to think that I could have been one of those few that got like shot or killed. By coincidence, the shooting intersected with a Republican campaign event in Perry. GOP candidate Vivek Ramaswamy was about a mile from the high school. He canceled his event and shared his thoughts and prayers with some locals. As difficult as it may be in our community here in Perry, and in Iowa, and in our United States of America, may come together to be stronger as one people. In world news, the Islamic State claimed responsibility Thursday for two explosions in Iran that killed nearly 100 people at a memorial for Qasem Soleimani, who was killed four years ago in a U.S. drone attack. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller. This attack does bear all the hallmarks of an ISIS attack. A Sunni Muslim group said two members detonated explosive belts in the crowd gathering at the cemetery in the southeastern Iranian city of Kerman on Wednesday. And in related news, the Iraqi federal government condemned United States airstrikes it called retaliatory. It said the strikes targeted Iraqi military bases, resulting in one fatality and 18 injuries. Pentagon spokesperson General Pat Ryder said the U.S. was defending itself. The U.S. always maintains the inherent right of self-defense if our forces are threatened. And again, we'll continue to communicate, uh, as we have been all along, closely with our Iraqi partners uh, when it comes to the safety and security of our forces in Iraq. In health news, more U.S. hospitals are requiring masks and limiting visitors as health officials face an expected but still nasty post-holiday spike in flu, COVID-19, and other illnesses. White House spokesperson Corrine Jean-Pierre. Whether it's a vaccine, uh, whether it's at-home testing, uh, whether it's treat and treatments, right, all of these things are incredibly important. So there are tools available for folks, and we're going to certainly certainly encourage Americans to, uh, to take those steps. Experts say this season won't be as deadly as some recent winters, but could mean hundreds of thousands of hospitalizations and many thousands of deaths across the country. And the United States Department of Justice presented an hour-long synopsis of the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol on Thursday. It's just before our Saturday's third anniversary. The attack is unlike anything we have ever seen. The Capitol was taken by force, and the government could not conduct business that was required by the Constitution to conduct. Members of Congress and their staff were forced to flee, and those who could not flee had to hide. Officers were assaulted on a scale we have never seen. U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, 
And an example of the hate-fueled atmosphere, U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia Matthew Graves played a tape of one of the lead protesters describing the scene at the Capitol. They had to run congressmen and senators out of the Capitol with black bags over their heads. Black bags. Why black bags? Black bags because the crowd is so irate, we probably would have murdered a few of them. And Graves adds, there were two names that came to the lips of the protesters looking for vengeance in the Capitol. Their collective... The two lawmakers whose names were shouted the most were the then Vice President, Mike Pence, and the then Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Wendy Villas with the Global Project Against Hate and Extremism, she says these racist groups mean business. Racist and militia type groups, they didn't take them as seriously because they don't think they're, you know, that they're actually going to be able to do anything or that they'll actually follow through. And when you have a case like January 6th, they were 100% willing to follow through. They believed that they were following the orders of their president and that they were doing nothing but being patriotic that day. Paul Durienzo, New York.